The Tennessee Titans set their first 53-man roster of the season. We're going to talk about who made it, who got cut, and the Titans traded for a kicker, and I think they made a major mistake. All of that and more on today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland, Titans fans. Today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Titans fans, the 53-man roster is officially set, but a friendly reminder that it is just the first version of the Titans' 53-man roster, but we got a lot to discuss. Who got cut? Who made the team? The Titans traded for a kicker. 11 rookies? So much to discuss. Before we get into it, thank you guys for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round on all apps and always for free. Make sure that you get subscribed, stay subscribed to the Locked on Titans podcast where it's your team every day. Speaking of every day, shout out to my everydayers out there tuning in Monday through Friday. Let me know who you are down below. I got a lot of great content coming this week for you guys. We're going to be talking about the Titans practice squad tomorrow, maybe some waiver claims that the Titans could make, and we're going to talk about some options. Later in the show, we're going to be doing a fantasy football focused Friday show as well. So a lot of great content coming your way. Throw a thumbs up on the video if you're watching right now as well. Show's always free. All I ask for in return is the press of a button. But with that being said, I do want to go ahead and put the Titans 53-man roster up on the screen right now. Don't worry. If you're listening to the podcast, I'm going to go through it with you guys. So they kept three quarterbacks, Tannehill, Willis, and Levis, three running backs, Henry Spears and Chestnut. They kept seven wide receivers, which if you read my work for Sports Illustrated, alltitans.com, I did my final roster prediction on Monday morning and had them keeping seven wide receivers because it's my feeling that Kyle Phillips will be going to IR soon. I think that by Wednesday or Thursday, we'll be talking about Kyle Phillips being on injured reserve. So the Titans have kept seven wide receivers. Hopkins, Burks, Phillips, Moore, NWI, Colton Dow, and Kiaris Jackson, the undrafted free agent Kiaris Jackson, makes the team. We'll talk more about that in a second. The Titans only keep three tight ends. Chigakonkwo, Travon Wesco, Josh Wiley. They keep 10 on the offensive line. And remember, Nicholas Petit-Ferrer doesn't count towards the roster because he's suspended. But they kept Dillard, Skaronsky, Brewer, Brunskill, Hubbard. And then as the backups, Jalen Duncan, Dylan Radins, Corey Levin, Xavier Newman-Johnson, and Justin Murray. So 10 offensive linemen for the Titans. On the defensive line, Simmons, Tart, and Autry, Jaden Peavy, and Naquan Jones. They didn't keep anybody else after that. Some big misses there for me. Four edge rushers, Harold Landry, Arden, Key, Rashad Weaver, and 
Caleb Murphy. Caleb Murphy did make the team again. We're going to talk more about the rookies in a little bit. At cornerback, Fulton, McCreary, Sean Murphy, Bunting, Trey Avery. And the fifth spot went to Anthony Kendall. Not Eric Garor, not Armani Armani Marsh. So we're going to talk about that in a little bit as well. Linebacker, some big surprises here. Aziz Alshire, Jack Gibbons, Monty Rice, Luke Gifford, and Otis Reese. Then at safety, Elijah Molden, Kevin Byard, Amani Hooker, Mike Brown, and the rookie Matthew Jackson, special teamers, Ryan Stonehouse at punter, Morgan Cox at long snapper, and Nick Folk at kicker. The Tennessee Titans made a trade for Nick Folk. So that right now is the initial 53-man roster. But again, the point that I want to make to you guys, this roster is the initial roster. All right, I expect a lot of changes. The Titans could claim four people on waivers on Wednesday, and then four of the people that we just talked about are going to get kicked off the roster. You know what I mean? A perfect example, I think that Kyle Phillips will be going to IR. Maybe a guy like Dylan Radins, who the Titans activated off PUP, but maybe they just don't think he's quite ready to be on the roster. They could put him on IR, and then they could return from IR after four weeks. So that's an option that the Titans would have, and again, If they start to add guys on waivers, if guys get through waivers, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday, waivers clear. The Titans can add guys however they want after that. So you could see a guy like Xavier Newman-Johnson, Justin Murray on the offensive line, Colton Dow, Kiaris Jackson at wide receiver, Matthew Jackson, Anthony Kendall in the defensive backfield, Otis Reese at linebacker. These guys who are kind of on the fringe of the roster, they could only be on the roster for 24 hours maybe a little over 24 hours, depending on who the Titans want to add. But I think some overall big picture stuff from the roster that stands out to me, seven wide receivers, again, that's a bit of a surprise, but I think Phillips goes to IR, so it's really only six wide receivers. Uh, Ten offensive linemen. I mean, I have been talking about the fact that the Titans need to make sure they have depth in the trenches. I expected nine offensive linemen to be on the 53-man roster, but to go with a full 10? That is commitment right there. And I think really it's a sign of the Titans' lack of depth because they don't want to get rid of anybody because they don't know who might be someone who emerges as someone that they can count on. And right now they don't have a lot of people who they can count on a lot. So I think that's an area you could see trimmed soon with some extra moves that happen. Only three tight ends? No Kevin Rader? No Thomas Odukoye? Want to remind people, Thomas Odukoye is an international pathway program player. So the Titans can put him back on the practice squad. It won't count towards their 16 practice squad spots, which gives them an extra practice squad player. They're able to have 17 with Odakoye. Plus, they can apply for special exemptions to bring him up to the roster throughout the season. There's a lot of flexibility you get with Odakoye and him being an international pathway player. So just want, want to keep that in mind. People are kind of freaking out he didn't make the roster and that they're only keeping three tight ends. But I would suspect that we're going to see multiple tight ends on the Titans practice squad, and one of them being Odakoye, who they can kind of bring up and manage in a different way than normal because of that international pathway status. So didn't surprise me as much. I didn't have Thomas Odakoye on my final 53-man roster, although a lot of Titans content creators did because I just looked at the flexibility the team can have with the international pathway exemptions and what that can do for them. So I expect Odakoye back with the Titans, and I think you'll see him a lot this year. It's just kind of roster mechanics that the Titans are going through to uh, to solve that issue. 
and some of the guys that they wanted to keep on the initial 53 as waivers go through. But with that being said, got to talk about more surprises. Again, 11 rookies. The Titans traded for a kicker. So much Tennessee Titans roster news to talk about. Plus, at the end of the show, we're going to talk about some guys who got cut on other teams who could make sense for the Titans as a waiver claim or someone after they go through waivers that the Titans could bring on. So we're going to discuss all of that in just a moment before we get into it. Do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Listen, guys. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. All you got to do is create a free job post on LinkedIn Jobs. Then you add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile, and they're going to spread the word that you're hiring. LinkedIn Jobs gives you simple tools like screening questions, makes it really easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions to apply. Titans fans, let's continue today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. The Titans 53-man roster is set, at least the initial version. We talked about some of the things big picture-wise, different positions that stand out and some moves that could be coming. Now I want to get into more of the individual surprises and the individual conversations about the roster. Before I do, want to thank you guys again for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round on all apps, always for free. Make sure that you get subscribed, stay subscribed to the Locked on Titans podcast where it's your team every day. Speaking of every day, tomorrow we're going to be looking at the practice squad picks that the Titans made, the waiver options that they may have claimed. A ton of roster moves are going to keep happening on Friday. We got a fantasy football related episode coming out. So a lot, a lot going on the rest of this week and then next week. We got to get set for the Titans regular season. I'm going to be doing my regular season predictions. I'm going to be doing my statistical predictions, team awards predictions, all kinds of predictions. And then Wednesday is what's next Wednesday. And we're going to talk about the New Orleans Saints. It's time to game plan. It's time to scout. Football is here. Again, make sure you stay locked on to the Locked on Titans podcast. But 11 rookies, the six rookies that the Titans drafted, and then five undrafted free agents. And that's where all the biggest surprises came from. Look, Peter Skronsky, Will Levis, Tajay Spears, Jalen Duncan, Josh Wiley, Colton Dow. I expected all the Titans draft picks to make the team. So to me, that's not really much of a shock, but you look at the undrafted free agent group. Anthony Kendall at cornerback? Look, if you guys don't know Anthony Kendall's story, it is absolutely motivational, okay? 
Anthony Kendall had zero D1 offers out of, out of high school. Anthony Kendall was an unranked prospect high school in terms of five-star, four-star, blah, blah, blah. Anthony Kendall played five years at a Division three school. Anthony Kendall had no invite to the NFL Combine. Anthony Kendall went to multiple regional tryouts, just tryouts, combines, just trying to get noticed by any team. Goes undrafted. I mean, this guy's entire football career since high school, he has been a nobody. No one's given him the time of day. No one's believed in him. But look at Anthony Kendall now, making a 53-man roster. And again, like I said in the first segment, Anthony Kendall could be cut tomorrow as the Titans bring in somebody who is a waiver claim or they bring in a veteran who they sign. That could happen at any moment. Anthony Kendall could be gone. But just his journey alone here has been absolutely ridiculous. Um, with that being said, shout out to Kendall. He was incredible on special teams in the preseason. He could play on all the coverage units. He could play outside corner, which he played 56 snaps of in the preseason. Uh, uh, Emery Hunt, football game plan on Twitter. Uh, ha uh, hat tip to Teron Davenport for this. But Emery Hunt's scouting report for Kendall coming out of college was that he was a slot receiver or a slot cornerback. He's only five foot ten, So I was worried about who's going to be the backup slot cornerback behind Roger McCreary. But it looks like Kendall has that ability as well. So he can play outside, inside, really good on special teams, which is what the Titans are looking for with the back of the roster guys. And that's going to be a common theme here because you look, Otis Reese at linebacker, and I'm going to go ahead just for the YouTube crowd here and throw the roster back up on the screen for a little bit so you guys can check it out if you missed it in the first segment. But Otis Reese making it over Ben Neiman and Chance Campbell. That's probably one of the biggest surprises overall outside of the rookies is Chance Campbell did not make the team. I, that is that is a bit of a shock. It really is. But Otis Reese, as a, as a special teams guy, Otis Reese is a former safety. He's somebody that Mike Vrabel has praised during training camp. Otis Reese has great speed, and he's going to be a major special teams asset. The Titans really prioritize special teams with some of these roster decisions. So, Otis Reese, an undrafted free agent rookie, making it. And then, of course, Caleb Murphy. We did it, guys. Caleb Murphy made the team. Thank the heavens. As the fourth edge rusher, so happy to hear that. He deserved it with four sacks in the preseason. Kiaris Jackson made the team. And he could play in the slot. He played outside for his touchdown catch in the last game with Mal Malik Willis. He can play on all the coverage units. He can return kicks. He can return punts. Just incredible value there for Kiaris Jackson. Good for him coming out of Georgia. And then Matthew Jackson, the safety. And I think that was maybe the biggest surprise for me. But Matthew Jackson is a converted linebacker. He's a guy with good versatility. Again, a guy who's going to be very, very helpful for the Titans on special teams. Like I said, no Eric Garrower. A little bit of a surprise. But Kendall has more special teams value on coverage units because he's a bigger guy. Eric Garrower is five foot eight, just a small guy, but hopefully he's back on the practice squad. No chance Campbell. I talked about a second ago. No Michael Dwumfor or Kyle Pecco on the defensive line. That's a surprise to me that only Naquan Jones, who's been banged up a ton, and Jaden Peavy are the only backups on the interior D line. I was Dwumfor and Pecco were guys who I thought were the standouts in preseason, but clearly the Titans weren't that interested. Um, 
Now, I want to talk about this kicker situation. So, the Tennessee Titans made a trade for Nick Folk, who is kicking for the New England Patriots. Uh, he's been in the NFL since 2008, 2007. He's kicked for five teams. Um, make no mistake, though, Nick Folk is old. All right, and the Titans gave up a seventh-round pick in 2025. And I know a lot of you guys will roll your eyes now. Oh, it's just a seventh-round pick in 2025. But the Titans are in the midst of trying to rework this roster with a new front office. The Titans are trying to get younger. They kept 11 rookies on the initial roster. We've all talked about Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry on the last year of his contract. DeAndre Hopkins, most likely one-year contract. Kevin Byard, one to two years left on his contract with the Titans, depending on what they want to do. This team is in the middle of a transition, okay? This may be the last year of what we know is the Titans for the last few years. Any future capital that you're giving up, it better be worth it. Even if it's a seventh-round pick in 2025. And I'm sorry, but I just don't think Nick Folk was worth it with the options that the Titans had. Last year, he went 32 for 37. That's not that great. 32 for 35. He missed three extra points. And everybody tells me Brett Maher sucks because he missed three extra points. Okay? He was 14 for 19, 40 yards or more. That's not bad. But kickoffs, only 9% of his kickoffs were for a touchback. And the Patriots intentionally did that a lot of times because they wanted people to have to return the kickoff. But now with the new kickoff rule where you can fair catch it anywhere inside the 25-yard line, that's not as much of a factor anymore. Now, if Nick Folk kicks it to the one-yard line, a guy can just fair catch it. But if he pins him on the side, or if he kicks it to the one-yard line, they don't have to return it. They can fair catch it. And if he tries to pin him on the sideline, they could just fair catch it anyways too. So it kind of takes away what he does with his kickoffs. It's not as valuable. And again, the Titans gave up a draft pick here. Brett Mahar got cut and was available. He went 29 for 32 last year on field goals. That's less missed field goals than Nick Folk. He went 50 for 53 on extra points. Missed the same amount of extra points as Folk and kicked 20 more almost. He went 15 for 18, Brett Maher did, on kicks of 40 yards or more, which is better than folks 14 and 19. Maher kicked a 60-yard field goal last year because he's way younger, 10 years younger, and has more leg. He's better on kickoffs as well. So the Titans could have had Brett Maher, who could be equally as bad or good as Nick Folk, without giving up a draft pick. The Titans could have went and signed Mason Crosby, who's old just like Folk and can't kick off but at least they didn't give up a draft pick. So maybe Nick Folk is the answer. Maybe I eat my words this year, but I just think trading a draft pick for a kicker who could be just as bad as the two kickers you could have gotten free agency without giving up a pick, I just think it was a mistake, quite honestly. No other way for me to explain it. But with that being said, we got to talk about guys who got cut on other teams who could be options for the Titans. So we're going to get into that in just a moment. Titans.
Titans fans, let's cap off today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. We talked about the 53-man roster. We talked about some of the surprises and some of the biggest news in terms of big picture positions, also some individual decisions that were made. We talked about the kicker trade. Now I want to kind of look at the rest of the NFL because a lot of the questions that I got from you guys on Tuesday while the roster moves were unfolding is, who are guys who are being cut by other teams who can make sense for the Titans? So I put together a little bit of a list and... Let me just say this. A thousand players got cut. There are going to be players who you guys like who I don't name. I can't name them all. So just keep that in mind because I can already hear the comment section. Oh, you forgot this guy. A thousand players were cut. All right. I tried to pick out a few that I think make sense for the Titans. But before I give you the names, I do want to thank you guys again for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round, always for free. Make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed. It's your team every day. Number one on my list, the number one person I'm looking at is Tyree Phillips, the six foot five offensive lineman, now formerly of the New York Giants. Tyree Phillips started five games for the Giants last year. He's made 18 starts in his three year career. I will say this as well. Let this be a precursor for all the guys that we talk about. We are talking about players who are getting cut. Is Tyree Phillips the answer for the Titans? Is Tyree Phillips a season changer for the Titans? Probably not. Is Tyree Phillips way better than Chris Hubbard? Probably not. But Tyree Phillips is a much younger player than Chris Hubbard. And I'm not saying that you got to cut Chris Hubbard, but maybe like a Justin Murray. Maybe like a Xavier Newman-Johnson. If you do put Dylan Radins on IR. I think that Tyree Phillips has great athletic upside. He's a guy who needs technical work. But he's a young player who you can bring in. Who has starting experience. And the Titans need offensive line depth as much as they can get right now. And they need to find the best guys they can. I think that there's a chance that Justin Murray could be better than Chris Hubbard. I think that there's a chance that Tyree Phillips could be better than Chris Hubbard as well. So, Tyree Phillips is a guy who I would be looking at from the New York Giants. That's another guy. Another offensive lineman, Michael Jordan. No, no, not that, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, who used to play for the Carolina Panthers and was cut on Tuesday. He's made 29 starts in his NFL career. He's out of Ohio State, which Mike Rabel loves his offensive line projects from his former college. He loves going to his alma mater. Look at Jamarco Jones. How do he stick around? So, Michael Jordan could be a guy, could make more sense than maybe a Xavier Newman-Johnson. So, that's a guy. Uh, Zach Bailey was impressive during the preseason for the Los Angeles Chargers. He was an undrafted free agent in 2022. That could be a guy who the Titans look at. And, David Questenberry? Look, I had somebody reply. When I, when I, I did the eye emoji, or no, what I said was, I mean... With David Questenberry when he got cut by the Bills. And somebody replied to me on Twitter and said he was terrible. Okay. So, nuance has no place on social media. I know. Tyler, your expectations are all wrong. But uh, David Questenberry is one of the best run-blocking right tackles in the, in the NFL in 2021. When the Titans won the number one seed in the AFC. I'm not saying that he's great. Again, none of these people are saviors. But Wesson Berry might be better than Chris Hubbard. 
At least we know he's a good run blocker. Yeah, he's not a very good pass blocker, but it's Chris Hubbard? Not really. No. So, I'm just saying, I wouldn't be shocked if the Titans shuffled the cards around a little bit and brought in somebody who they who they know or brought in somebody they want to get a look at on the offensive line. Those are four options for me. Tyree Phillips, Michael Jordan, Zach Bailey, and David Questenberry. Moving forward, slot cornerback. Again, Anthony Kendall may have some slot ability, but he played one snap at slot cornerback. So outside of Roger McCreary, who's going to play backup slot corner? Now, you could say Elijah Molden if you want, but Elijah Molden cannot play man coverage against wide receivers. It's a fact. We've seen it. I've seen it. As Chad Brinker said earlier this offseason, it starts with the tape and it ends with the tape. And Bolton can't play man against wide receivers. So he's not a legitimate option at backup slot corner on passing downs. He's not. That's why they moved him to safety. So that he could play zone or he could play the dime linebacker spot where he can play man coverage against tight ends and running backs. Okay? So who's going to be that backup slot? Desmond King. Desmond King... Had his run with the Titans. A little bit of a disappointment. Is getting cut by the Texans, but he's one of the best punt returners in the NFL. And the Titans don't have a great punt returner right now. So you bring him in. He's a black, backup slot cornerback. Can maybe play some dime linebacker, and he could be your punt returner. That's pretty good value. Bradley Roby. I don't think the Titans need Roby because they don't need like a starting level slot. But if you're just interested in having as much talent as possible, Bradley Roby getting added makes some sense. Uh, at safety, Kavon Wallace, the former mid-round pick from the Philadelphia Eagles. People in Philadelphia were shocked that Kavon Wallace got cut. Same thing with Tyree Phillips in New York with the Giants. People were shocked that he got cut. And when that happens, that, that makes me raise an eyebrow. Okay? The Titans don't have a ton of depth on this roster. If the Eagles are cutting players... And the Giants are cutting players, two teams that made the playoffs last year. Maybe you take a look at them, okay? That's all I'm saying there. Uh, at wide receiver, Trent Taylor was cut by the Bengals. Um, slot wide receiver, good punt returner, really good returner. Again, the Titans could be interested in that. Uh, David Sills, big. He to me, he's like a Nick Westbrook-Akine with more receiver talent. David Sills, who's a big body wide receiver, was cut by the Giants. Keelan Cole, I don't remember exactly who he got cut by off the top of my head. Um, him and Philip Dorsett got cut from the same team. Was it the Jets? I don't know for certain. A lot of cuts happened today. Again, a thousand players, but Keelan Cole was a guy who could play in the slot who I think makes some sense for the Titans on offense. Gives them some speed if he's healthy. And then finally, Austin Watkins Jr. from the Cleveland Browns. He led the preseason in catches and yards. Uh, apparently, the Browns just feel really confident with their wide receiver group. Anthony Schwartz is another guy who got cut from the Browns. The Browns and the Giants were teams that we talked about earlier this offseason as teams to watch for their wide receivers. Okay, so now the cuts are happening. I'm watching. So the Titans have until 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday to make waiver claims. The Titans are 11th in the claim order. And here's how waiver claims work. If you're number one in waivers, which right now the Chicago Bears are, you can get as many players. If the Bears want to claim 10 players, with the number one waiver claim, they can get all 10 of them. And then it goes to the Texans, and they can claim as many people as they want. And then it goes to the third team, and they can claim as many people as they want. So the Titans sit at 11, which is better than being lower, but they're only at 11 because they finished so poorly last year. But 
once it comes to the Titans' opportunity to make claims, they can claim as many people as they want, but you have to add them to the 53-man roster immediately. So that's a decision that they'll have to make. But I'll be back with you guys tomorrow to, of course, break down anybody who the Titans claim. After waivers go through, they're going to start adding to the practice squad. It's going to be breaking that all down. But that is going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on